Hello and welcome to Resting Boss Face, the podcast. I'm your host, mentor and business bestie Tara, and I'm here to teach you how to start a business from scratch and grow to seven figures. This podcast is all about the entrepreneurial journey and we'll be covering topics such as systems, mindset, social media marketing, building a website and running and growing a profitable business. If we haven't met before, get ready to become business besties. When I'm not podcasting, you can usually find me on Instagram, hanging with my amazing team or having a cheeky Friday cocktail in Brisbane, Australia. If you're ready to turn your passion to profit and build your dream business, this is the podcast for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello, wonderful people. Welcome to this episode of Resting Boss Face, the podcast. (laughs) Um, This week, I'm going to talk to you about The lessons I've learned in the last 12 months running an Airbnb, I, this is my first Airbnb and what I found really interesting is how similar these lessons are to running a business, which now I'm saying that sentence out loud is pretty obvious because Airbnb is a business. (laughs) Um, Didn't really get that at the beginning though, maybe you didn't, so hopefully this will help you. I've got about seven or eight lessons that I've learned. I found, okay, I'll tell you the backstory, right? I used to live in Brisbane and I kind of didn't like it. So when you buy property, I was under the impression I should stay there for a really long time because of the costs of buying and selling and all those bits. So what I thought is I'll buy an investment property down the Gold Coast and I'll put it on Airbnb. And then when it's not on Airbnb, I can go down to the Gold Coast, have little mini holidays, work from there, and basically have this dream life on the beach. Um, if you've been following me for a long time, you will actually know that I have since moved to the Gold Coast. <laughs> basically, I decided that why am I only living my dream life when other people are not booking in instead of just living my dream life. But that's like a whole thing for a whole other episode. Today, we're just gonna focus on the Airbnb. So I bought the property, I think it was on the 2nd of August last year, 2019, and it needed quite a lot of work. So I did the renovation, put it onto the market, and we're just coming up to 12 months. The first thing to do is your research. So for me, I already knew I wanted to be on the Gold Coast. So that's where I really wanted to buy a property. And the Gold Coast is up and coming. The local government is spending a lot of money on development. A lot of tourists visit the place. So there really is an ideal, I was going to say ideal community, but really it's an ideal location for an Airbnb. I also had a look online and identified what the average price point is, how long the bookings are, and what kind of things people make available. So mine is a self-contained unit, so you get the whole place to yourself, a private apartment. And for me, there's A, not too many places like that that are not in a complex full of kids. And there's not too many places that have a nice attention to the decoration. So that's what I focused on. I identified that people really like that kind of an Instagram holiday. And I'll be honest with you, I could definitely have kept going with the decoration, but this is gonna leak into my future point, which is knowing your numbers. 
I added chandeliers, I added flowers and pictures and the reality is a lot of people did advise me against that but that was a way for me to separate myself and become a bit more unique and create an experience for the people coming to my apartment and making them want to book again. My second tip was knowing your numbers. We bought this property and it needed a renovation. I had a builder do a lot of the work and my builder is great. He comes in budget all the time. He works on a really great timeline. I use him for all of my renovations. I love him. I had a budget. I knew whether it's for Airbnb, renting or reselling the property, I couldn't spend more than a certain amount of money. So that's what I did. I didn't go over it and that did include a variance for any extras, but we were lucky that we stayed in budget. It meant that I was able to become profitable within the first 12 months. It meant that people really enjoy staying at my property, so then I do get quite a lot of bookings. And it also means that I can grow the Airbnb because you cannot grow if you can't measure it. So I needed to know how much I was gonna rent it out for, how much it was gonna cost me for a property manager and a cleaner, how much was the renovations gonna cost me. I need to set aside some money for wear and tear, insurances, all of those things. And knowing all of your numbers before you begin is a really, really useful way to become successful. It means that you're not chasing your tail because you are profitable very early on. With my decoration, I was trying to provide an experience or a stay that other people couldn't. Like I mentioned, I added in the chandeliers and the picture frames. When we renovated, um, I did a marble and pink chevron bathroom. That has also meant that we've been able to do product photography as well for Instagram and small businesses. And that's been really useful as another revenue stream, particularly because of Corona, which is obviously unprecedented. We didn't know it was gonna happen. But having that Instagrammable bathroom has just meant that I'm able to generate another revenue stream when we can't rent out the property. So that's been perfect. Knowing your market in a business, in Airbnb, in all of the things is really going to help you succeed because you are able to meet your market. You are able to provide something that nobody else can provide. And that is how you're going to sell out sooner. With Airbnb, imagery and words really, really help. Obviously on Airbnb, most of the people, all they do is look at the pictures, then they'll read the words, but it's all about imagery. With business, that's the same. I really recommend doing a brand photo shoot. You can do it with a professional photographer. I used Grace Elizabeth in Brisbane, if anybody's local, but there's heaps of people online that will do brand photography. Or nowadays with the how good the iPhones are and how good or how easy it is to access light rings and iPhone stands. I'll be honest though, my very first photo shoot was, was with an iPhone rested against a pasta jar. You don't have to be spending hundreds of dollars on photo shoots for personal branding for your business. With Airbnb, you really do need to invest in that professional photography because it's the number one thing that people look at. With the whole Instagrammable trend, we are trained now to look at imagery. 
like how quickly do you flick through Instagram and do you even know what you're looking at? I don't. Sometimes I'm flicking through and I've gone through like my whole feed and I don't even know what has happened. We just look at pictures now and the flip side of that is you need a picture that stands out. You need to be different. You need to be unique. Images will sell your Airbnb and they will sell your business. So really try and pay a bit more attention to that. That was for me starting it. Actually, do you know what? Another tip, always allow extra time and extra money. Like I mentioned to you before, I've got a really good builder. So my timeline was fine and my budget was fine. But for most things in life, you do need to allow that 20% more of costs or of time of how long it takes to supply things, especially now. If you're buying things from overseas, the delivery times can take a lot longer. So always allow a 20% variance so that you are not under too much pressure close to the deadline. And then that just makes your whole experience more enjoyable, which I feel like is the point of business. <laughs> it's the point of Airbnb. We don't need to be struggle street and hustling and waking up at 5 a.m. We just need it easy. Which nicely leads me to my next point. Automate to create freedom. I am really big on automation, on systemizing. I literally look at anything and think, how can I make it easy? Maybe I'm just lazy. <laughs> Is that for a future podcast as well? <laughs> um, automate as much as you can. So with online bookings, with replying to messages, you can set up template responses in Airbnb on your email, on your website, on your Facebook Messenger, on your Instagram, if it's for business. You can save template messaging Automate as much as possible to create the freedom. For me, that actually meant also building a team. So I hired a property manager and that property manager actually deals with all my Airbnb customers. He deals with all of the repairs and maintenance. Basically, it's a set and forget for me. I do not have to deal with anything. I just get the um, revenue, sales, money into my account every single month and he takes his cut and whatever the costs are. So for me, that's perfect because as you know, I run a couple of businesses and I don't want to be spending all of my time. The reality is that is the same logic I have used for all of my businesses. You want to automate as many things as possible to create the freedom. I don't want to work nine to five. I don't want to work 5 a.m. until 5 p.m. I don't want the hashtag hustle life. I really want to work within my energy and within my genius zone and answering 9 million emails that are the same question, it's not a great use of my time. And it's also not something I enjoy. So I really want to be doing the things that I enjoy. Automating as much as possible, honestly, it's the way forward. And I mentioned already, I have a team that manages my Airbnb. That's the same with business. Try and build a team as early as possible. Whether that team is your partner or your best friend or even just a business coach that you use from time to time, a VA, a Fiverr, um, kind of like VA or a social media manager, really build a team that you can lean on. Because one of the best ways to become successful is that you really spend all of your time doing the things you are good at. Because the things that you don't enjoy or that you're not good at, they're going to take you two, three, four, ten times longer than somebody who is good at it. And for me, that's a waste of 
time and money and energy. So I'll put it another way. Recently, um, my cl- one of my clients took on their first hire. It's going to cost money. They are in a situation to pay it, but it means that they are going to have to sacrifice some of their pay. So they're really in a relatively early stage of business financially. The thing is, this person is going to get done in probably four hours a week, something that has taken my client five years to implement. She hates it. She doesn't want to do it. So she's been avoiding it. And I think that applies to all of us, like whether it's the bookkeeping, the advertising, um, there's always something that we don't like doing. We don't, we're not good at, we're not comfortable with it. We don't like it and we avoid it. We procrastinate, we don't do it properly. And that's really, I mean, it's really terrible for business, obviously, but it's really terrible for your soul So building a team around you that's got the skill set that you either don't have or that you don't want to do is going to be your ultimate key to success. So just to recap, because um, hopefully it was clear, but I feel like it was a bit disjointed. So I'll recap it for you. Number one, research. Identify what people want and how you can meet that need. Number two, know your numbers. I'm like, I feel like know your numbers should have been number one because I'm so numbers based. But number two is know your numbers. Number three, how can you get into the market? What makes you different? What is your unique selling point? Number four, get really good imagery. Get in front of the right people looking the right way with a consistent brand, with a consistent look so they know who you are without even speaking to you. Create an experience, make people feel warm and fuzzy when they work with you, make them feel high vibe, make them feel like they can do anything. I know for me as a business coach, I really want to empower people and I really want people to walk away from a meeting with me. Like, yes, I've got a bunch of stuff that I need to do, but you know what? I can do this. I have got all of the talent. So you really want to be creating an experience, automate to create freedom and Surround yourself with a really, really great team. Hopefully this has helped you and hopefully you can apply it to your business or even if you've got an Airbnb, hopefully you can apply it to that. Make sure you leave me a comment because I love that. Uh, Comment, review, like, all of the things, subscribe. And if you've got any questions, as always, slide into my DMs. I love having a chat. It's where all the good stuff happens. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Resting Boss Face, the podcast. Make sure you visit restingbossface.com forward slash latest for your free ultimate startup blueprint. Inside the interactive workbook, you're going to find out how to gain clarity on where you want to take your business, understand your ideal customer, create a plan for sales, attract customers with valuable content and build a community of raving fans. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe and leave a rating. And if you're more of a social butterfly, please screenshot and share this episode on Instagram. Make sure you tag me. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye.